Hello, we are the Rosettes. Yay, we're back at last. And we're back, and we are so sorry that we did not get to hang out with you guys next or last week. <sighs> we feel super bad. We recorded a whole episode. We recorded for like two hours, which we didn't want to put out an episode that long, but we were very opinionated about everything that went down last week. I was editing it to try to like make it shorter so it'd be a little bit more listenable. It just, I was editing it and all of a sudden the whole file disappeared. And I don't really know how it happened or why it happened or what happened. It disappeared. I suspect it was probably Luke. Mm -hmm. Or Luke's sister-in-law. Oh yeah. I think one of them hacked, hacked onto my computer and they were like, we don't like your progressive opinions. We're deleting the, you know, this whole episode. Probably so we're so we'll talk about later. So sorry about last week's episode. We were really excited about the episode because it was I was going to be a really good episode, and it was just the week was too busy, and well, since we had already spent two hours working on it, it just didn't seem. Well, we spent more than we spent more than two hours recording it or ish, and then yeah, you spent a lot of time trying to yeah. Edit. So we put we already had put a lot of time into it, and then when the file just disappeared, even though we really wanted to put it out, it just didn't seem like a realistic goal. So instead, to make it up to you guys, since not a whole lot happened this week, we're gonna try to do a little recap of fantasy suites before we get into this week's episode of the Men Tell All, and we hope that you guys like forgive us or whatever. Yeah, because we feel bad about it. Oh, by the way, I'm Ariel. I'm, I'm the daughter. Yeah. If you don't already know us. I'm Marsha, I'm the mom. And we are the only mother-daughter bachelor podcast out there. In the universe. In the whole universe. Yeah. So, we're super excited to kind of talk about stuff. News, Ashley Iaconetti announced her bridesmaids. Oh, who are her bridesmaids? I, I think only this. I think only one of them is a bachelor person. Jade is one of her bridesmaids, but she has like ten bridesmaids or something ridiculous. Oh yeah, I'm sure their wedding's going to be like crazy over the top crazy yeah and they get married next month so congratulations and let's see ashley i and jared i soon to be do you think he's gonna take (laughs) your name kidding i think i (laughs) i think you should take your name um especially after this stupid mental all episode (laughs) do you take her name or her initial jared i I. haybon Hi, greetings from Ashley and Jared I. <laughs> and then they also released the Bachelor in Paradise promo video. Yeah, do you want to talk that right now? Kind of look at it, um, I guess. It's a long promo. It's and- a long promo. I don't know if we'll get too into detail in case people want to be surprised by the whole season because there's some juicy stuff that they're already showing us. Yeah, I mean, we see, well, let's just talk briefly about this see- summer is going to get really gay in Mexico. <laughs> Or bi's are getting really bi. Well, yeah. It's going to get real queer this, yeah, <laughs> this summer. Yeah, that's the right word. That's the right word. Yeah, so we see previews of Blake sort of snogging on everyone. Um, like four different <laughs> people, I think. Three or four different people he's kissing on. Yeah, and then, and then it shows Demi going, like, he's... How many people he, has he, he slept with? He slept with Kaylin. He slept with so and so. What? What? Has he slept with Chris Harrison? <laughs> he, he said, "Is he banged? Did he oh bang, yeah, did he bang Chris Harrison too?" I love. 
love Demi. I cannot wait. I cannot wait for her and Jordan to be on the same show. Oh yeah, we saw that Jordan's gonna be there. I hope he's. I, I love you, Jordan. I hope you serve me well. I hope I I, 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 I. She's invested so much time. I know. I'm so excited into loving Jordan. And I don't want anything to go wrong. We literally drove like five hours just to go to LA to see him on Dancing. So with we the can Stars see him dance with Joe. with Joe on Dancing with the Stars. Yeah. Totally worth it, by the way. We met Kendall. Yeah, we did. I, I met Kendall twice because I went to the showing a couple weeks before that of Dancing She's super with the Stars. lovely. Yeah, what else? Anything else in the preview? Uh, a bunch of people I don't know from a long time ago. Derek and Chris. Um, it looks like Tajwan's going to be there. Yeah. And I mean, sorry. Yeah. That's like what she sounds like. I look like. It looks Mike's going to be there. So that's kind of concerning. Yeah. No, that's not that. concerning at all because... I know Colton was there last year. And Nick was on Paradise before okay. he was so it doesn't bachelor. automatically erase you as Bachelor. Right? It doesn't. And if anything, I think in recent times, at least recent seasons, Bachelor in Paradise has kind of been the like final Bachelor audition for I a lot see, of people. Yeah. Which I think in some ways kind, kind of ruins Paradise because a lot of the guys are like, yeah, this chick's cool and all, but, like, I could be The Bachelor if I play it right. Right. And so we're, when they could be having really wonderful, lovely, healthy relationships with the other women in Paradise, they choose to, like, sell break their that soul. off. Sell and their soul. Sell their soul. The Bachelor I, I really do think from, from Nick's, when Nick was on Paradise, because he was with the same girl for, until, like, almost the very end, they seemed genuinely really into each other, and I actually thought he was going to propose, and then he broke things off. Who was that? Nick. I know who's the girl. I know. Oh, Nick. She, a pretty brunette. She looked like a lot of the people that was that were on Nick's season. <laughs> yeah. So that's basically Bachelor in Paradise. We don't want to talk about too much about that because we are going to have a show about it next. Like we're still going to be doing the sh- yeah the show for that season. Uh, we are still talking about just for some announcements. Um, before we get into the episode, we're still discussing um how we're going to go about me being gone because I leave. I'll be leaving our house next next Tuesday night okay. and that's obviously the finale for like people with live TV and we don't even have live TV so I won't even be here to watch the finale which is gonna suck because it's gonna be so good I probably won't be here to record either so so let us know if, what you guys want I'll do what, a we can take that show. into consideration you can do a solo, can show. Do a solo show we can invite a guest on maybe my dog Harley no I'm that, busy yeah that was Harley he okay. talks. Yeah. Could be anyone. We have plenty of people that we know that could come on in. Jack, maybe Jack. Maybe Jack. Jack could do it. I don't know. I think I'll just do it by myself. This is starting to really scare me. Okay. Well, we'll have mom will do a solo episode, and she's gonna learn how to like do the editing and stuff too. So if like a two-hour episode comes out next week, I'll be talking for like six hours. Man. Yeah, I'm the one that tells mom to stop talking, yeah. which is kind of ironic since I'm talking really long right now about nothing that has to do with episode. But yeah, so we'll figure that out. We'll uh, recap last week's episode a little bit right now. It was, of course, the fantasy suite episode. Fantasy suite episode. It was a really good fantasy suite episode. I think for the most part, fantasy suite episodes a lot of the time, in my opinion, are the best episodes because especially in recent seasons it's interesting to see who the bachelor or bachelorette chooses to be intimate with in past seasons she starts off going to go see a pilot pilot pete peter's the first date of the fantasy suite week and they she talks about how he's like the perfect husband material like 
she, like he's the Ken to her Barbie. Right. When she played with her Barbies, she anticipated somebody like him being her husband. And she just talked about how much she liked him, and he was like crazy about her. And he, but he kept not telling her that he loved her until like the last possible second when right, they were having right. drinks together. And he was like, "Remember that time that we did this?" And she's like, "Yeah." And he was like, yeah, that was pretty cool. Remember that time you were, like, my co-pilot? Yeah, yeah that was pretty cool. That was cool. this big thing when they yeah. flew together. Yeah. He was like, I could see you being my co-pilot, not just on the plane, but in life. And, which I'm like, oh, my God, you're obsessed with planes. I bet he even liked the movie well, Planes. he's obsessed with all transportation because their day date is on a on a boat. And he's all into it and stuff. He finally tells her he loves her. And she gets all happy. She's like, well, well, well. Then I'll just whip out this fantasy sweet card. <laughs> and they go. And what do you know? They walk into a windmill. Lo and behold, Peter is the windmill guy. Go, Peter. What? what? And <laughs> it's, very, it's very cute. It's a very tiny, like, claustrophobically tiny, small place. But it's very romantic. And there's candles. And they, you know... And they find a little trunk, which we never see, but I guess is a normal thing in the fantasy suite. Well, we see the trunk, but normally we don't see the... Yeah, normally we don't see the trunk. The condom receptacle, yeah. Uh, and they open the trunk, and it's got some snacks and some blankets, and then it also has, like, a bowl of, like, 50 condoms or something. <laughs> and uh, Hannah picks them up, and she goes, Peter, did you put these in here? Peter, come on! Peter. And he's Peter. like, oh my god, I'm so embarrassed. I'm so embarrassed. Uh, and then they close the door, and then... Yeah, they, they, she blows out the candle, and they get it on in the windmill. Yeah. And the next morning, they wake up, she leaves, and... Or Peter's, he leaves. Peter is super confident that he has this thing in the bag. He's like, mic drop. Yeah. Like, we came together so many times. No, he said, he, no, he didn't say that because you have to be like subtle. But he was like, we came together so much last night. That's right. That's like right. so much. And uh, <laughs> you're like, uh. And I think what he like TMI, technically means, I think what he's like thinks he means is like they just like they grew bonded. as a couple. Like they bonded, yeah. But we couldn't help because we know about what happened in the windmill. <laughs> and uh, they, you, I could, I, in my opinion, I thought the next morning she did not seem as into him as. Yeah, I thought that he too. was. Mm -hmm. um, I think she kind of when they were leaving in the morning, he was like, "Oh, I'm, I don't want to go. Like, I'll miss you. Like, all right, I'll see you. Um, like, have fun." And she's like, "Yeah." Yeah, and, like, she just didn't look happy, and she was just waiting for him to leave. And, like, she wasn't being mean or anything, but yeah. she was just not in the moment, I don't think. I, think, I don't remember it that well. I think she was making, mo like, decisions. Yeah. And stuff. So, so second, that was a little sad. Yeah. Second, um, is Tyler. Is Tyler. Tyler C., the only 100% decent one left. Peter C, 100% scandal-free. <laughs> Peter is pretty chill. I don't think he's that bad, actually. I just think he's kind of boring. Um, but Tyler C is just perfect. He's not boring. He's super hot. Gigi. Oh, that was other news that I forgot to mention oh in our news gosh, segment. Gigi Hadid started following Tyler C on Instagram. If you don't know who Gigi Hadid is, she is a beautiful model that used to date someone in One Direction. 
and she's like a Victoria's Secret model and stuff and like she's gorgeous and super famous. I think her mom is like a housewife or something like that. Yeah, I think um, so that's a, a Hollywood or whatever they are. Beverly Hills. Beverly Hills. Um, thanks. <laughs> but he, she started following him before he started following her. Mm-hmm. So he wasn't following her and then like she followed like Sorry, him Sorry, Bachelor Nation. So, wah wah. Um, that nation. Yeah, sorry. And I mean, so Demi Lovato started following Mike and wants to date Mike, and it's just like, like Gigi Hadid, like. And Sarah Hyland just got engaged to Wells Adams. Adams. Yeah. yeah. So, it's like, it's like bachelor celebrities are slowly on their way to become real celebrities. <laughs> yeah, and that's that's a good thing. As long as and they're good people. Like as long as they're and, good people and as long as they well, are actually working hard to maintain that. Because I, I think a lot of, like, actually I work so hard. Yeah. I think if they work hard, they should be able to stay relevant. I, I think that's fair. Um, but anyways, Absolutely. we digress. But. So, uh, so then their date was in a massage parlor where it was really uncomfortably intimate. I, it was whatever. They, like... Tyler basically banished the actual massage therapists and and took over massaging Hannah, and they made out. He was, like, touching her butt and stuff. He was like, you're making it really hard to, like, relax right now. And they're, like, making out on the massage table and stuff, and it was pretty, like, heavy stuff. In her ITM, she said something along, like, you know, I'm 100% that Tyler C. and I do not have any problems with intimacy. Which is important to know because she decides when they go to their fantasy date, which is in a boat, that she's not going to have sex with Tyler. She tells all of us, I'm not going to have sex with Tyler. Yeah, she says, and then she tells him, she's like, I think that you and I need to work on our communication more before we can do anything intimate. Our emotional connection is, because obviously our physical our physical connection is, you know, solid. Mm-hmm. So we need to focus on our emotional connection so I don't want to have sex. And he, his face is like, what, 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 His face was like that for like a second. And he... Oh, yeah, no, he was totally cool with he it. He was like... He was just trying to get his head around it. Because it, I think... I think... I think he thought she was going to dump him. Like, yeah. Like, you know, and he was like, wait, what? So... And I think... I... Okay, I honestly think that the him... Or... The, like, them not having an emotional connection is, like, obviously I'm not her, so I can't speak for her. But he has been more open with her than any of the other guys. He's told her so much about himself. And, like, yeah. and he, she never, like, a lot of the time she's digging for information from them. But he, I don't think she really dug for the information with him. I think he just was, like, brought it up, like, conversationally. Like, yeah. 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 I don't. I don't really get And I it. think because the fact that they've never fought, she is relating that to not having a person like emotional connection. Yeah, I don't know about that, but Well, last week when we recorded our week our episode last week, um that we never got to put up cuz it disappeared. Oops. Um I mentioned that I think that the reason Hannah likes Luke and Jed so much is because um she equates uh, fighting to caring about each other. I think she oh, thinks... Oh, okay, I remember now. Yeah. yeah, I think she thinks that when someone tries to, like, not call her out, but, like, start an argument and, like, try to, like, 
I don't know, just fight. Like she's like, oh my god, they're doing this because they care. They're not doing this because they're. This is red flags. That's not it. They they're doing this because they care about me, and we should work to get past this rather than them being like calm and trying to like understand the situation like Tyler C does. So the effort to resolve a conflict is something that kind of turn not turns her on, but like I I don't think it turns her on, but I think she equates it to a, re, a taking care relationship. of yeah, yeah, which I don't think is the case, and I think that's um unhealthy but that would explain why both Jed and Lou can stay as long as they have mm-hmm. and why she's a lot of the time vibing them more than anyone else yeah because she's strong sorry Hannah love you I think she I think she's learning that now but um because we have to remember she's super young so she might oh, yeah. not like and so are all the guys too yeah but anyway, so Tyler C., she tells him, she's like, I don't want to have sex with you in the fantasy suite. And America goes, uh, what? <laughs> and she goes, yeah, so sorry. And he was like, listen, it's cool. Like, we can take our time. Whatever you want, like, I'll respect that. Like, I understand. Like, I don't care. I just want to spend time with you. And yeah, then you're like, all about, oh! <laughs> he's all about the respect and stuff. And the next morning, they're still on the boat. But they still go to the fantasy suite. Yeah, they go to the fantasy The next morning, they're on the boat, and they don't show us much of what happens inside the boat, but in the morning, they, they you know, they leave, and they go out and have coffee, and they mm-hmm. snuggle and cuddle. And they and make and out and stuff. Profess their love to a degree. And, and he's like, he's like, I love that girl. Like, she's she's absolutely amazing. Like, she, I can I can see myself marrying her. And weirdly, when it's time for Tyler to walk away, and he walks away really studly cute with his backpack o- over his arm. Like a one, one-arm backpack? Yeah, like, he's, like, like going so... to war or something. <laughs> she starts crying. She's like, you know, and she, she tells the camera that I've never been with a man. I've never been with a man who's respected me more. Never. And she was, yeah, she basically says, like, Tyler is the most respectful man I've ever been with. And she's crying. And she's in tears, and I'm like, oh my god. (laughs) So, I I can't, I mean, the only time I felt this way before when her, with her breakups was was with Mike, when she cried with Mike, when Mike left, because I Well, I don't, we're not saying that we think she's going to break up with Tyler. No, we don't know that. But, but the last time she cried in a similar fashion was when she was breaking up with Mike. Yeah, did I not say that? No, you said, you, you were, it's when you, the way you phrased it, I, it made it sound like you were implying that she was dumping Tyler. Oh, no. She's not dumping Tyler. She's... But Tyler C. leaves. Sorry, our dogs might bark a little bit, so we apologize for that. But Tyler C. leaves, and she cries, and it's really sad because we're like, oh, my God. Why does she have two garbage men around, and she's crying about Tyler C. Just he's, pick Tyler. He's so nice. He's Are so high. Did you see those pictures he posted of himself where he's, like, dirty or clean? And it was, like, one of them, it was, like, Gracie, and the other one, he was, like, showered. No, I don't need to see those pictures. <gasps> I'm old. He's so attractive. Okay. And he respects women. He all, Even when she's not around, he always defends Hannah's choices oh, around yeah. the other oh, guys. Oh, totally. I love, I love Tyler, but... I mean, I'm 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 an old lady now. I can't like I I just can't. Her do type the whole... is Grant, unemployed Grant. Yeah, I like Grant. <laughs> Grant, huh? No, I just I mean I I I understand. I'm just teasing. I understand that Tyler. I I look at him. I see he's like perfect. But I'm old. I, I'm just you know, for me, his the way he treats Hannah and 
talked and the other guys and stuff, that's much more attractive than how he looks. I, I mean, do, he looks great. I no, no I do agree that the way he respects Hannah and respects women in general. Same with Mike. Those that quality with both of them is what made them my two favorites from the get go. Right. And I, because I do think those are the most attractive qualities. And if Matt Donald, both of them. if Matt Donald was there, he'd be the same way. I just know it in my soul. Old Matt Donald, Ooh, so rest in paradise. paradise. Yeah, <laughs> that was good. Thank you. Yeah. Um, so the next butt up is Jed the butthead. Jed, Jed like the butt literally, head. his head is like bigger than anyone's butt. Like <laughs> I hate well, his head. Maybe not mine, but most no. butts. <laughs> most butts. I think it's bigger than your butt too. Maybe oh, not. Maybe not Kim Kardashian's. But, anyways, he has but, a big head. But 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 but. but, but, but. <laughs> so she goes and she's so excited to see Jed. She's like, "Oh, hello!" Oh, and they're in Greece, by the way, right? They're still in Greece. Oh yeah, they're in Greece. Yeah. Um, and there's cats everywhere this whole episode. And she goes and meets Jed, and she's like, "Hi, Jed!" And he's like, "Oh, hey." I and, you, blah, blah, blah. and there's a cat, and he's like, oh, look, a cat. And then she goes, ha kitty. And it was so weird. And she's yeah. like, looks so giddy and excited to see him. And she's like, we're going to have a great day today. We're going to someone's party. And then they go to a fa- like a Greek like family. Like a Greek family. They go have a party. They go have a meal with a Greek family, which is what um, Ari did with Sien last year in Italy. And you're like, I, I don't know. I, it's, it's weird. I think it's just weird. I think it would make sorry people feel uncomfortable to like have to party with people that they don't know. Unless they're a naturally social person. Well, the family seems naturally social. And they're like, oh, welcome, welcome. Yeah. And they dance. And there's music. And this, there's like I think always, musicians. And I think dancing. always it's the um, American Bachelor people that are the ones that are awkward in the situation. Not the family. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. But they, uh, they are dance. all partying together. They're dancing, they and sit then down and have a meal. And one of the old men in the Greek family goes, "Oh, have some of this. We call this life water." Life and Hannah water. goes, "Oh, what the hell?" And she like downs it, and she goes, "Oof, that Oof. is not water. <laughs> That's not water." And um, I'm pretty sure it's probably ouzo, which is a licorice flavored liqueur from Greece. Could be some. I don't know. That's that's my guess. So they drink, and then the the guy um, goes. The guy goes. Oh, it's it's Viagra, and and Jed goes. What? <laughs> Jed and Hannah and the entire world that's watching it goes. Wait, what? What are you talking about? And um, I think it was supposed to be a joke. Yeah, <laughs> and then the woman sitting across from Hannah goes. So, oh wait, no. Before this happens, the old man that gave them the life water goes. You two look. Fully in, in love. love. Fully, Fully in love. love. And Hannah goes, oh, really? Thanks. You oh, think so? You oh, think so? Oh, oh that's nice. so sweet. And meanwhile, Jed's face is like, oh, Ooh. crap. He's like, oh, God, what's yeah. my girlfriend going to say what, about this? What the hell is happening? I hope Kaylee's not watching. <laughs> and then um, the girl sitting across from Hannah goes, so, like, who who will you pick? Who will you pick? And she goes, oh, I, I don't know yet. Like, I'm still kind of deciding. And she's like, are you, will you get married? Are you guys getting married? And she goes, well, like, probably, like, I, I don't I'm know yet. Thinking I'm still that. thinking about that. Like, I'm still seeing, like, three other guys. So I, I don't know yet. 
And at this point, you know, they keep cutting to Jed's face, and he's all nervous and looking he around. He looks super and upset. And stuff. And, and then, so he says, Hannah, well, can I talk? no, not yet. There's oh, something else yet. that's important oh, before all right, that. All right, all right. Um, the girl sitting across from her goes, well, I think that you just know but when the first time you see them. Like, the first time you see them, you say, oh, this is the person that I'm supposed to be with, and then you're with them. And the person she gave her first impression rose was Luke, to right. was Luke. So I think that's what set Jed oh, off. all right. Because he was like, well, if that's the case, then it's going to be Luke, which is going to be Stu, which is which I guess so. Yeah, I guess he's And um, so oh. he's like, Hannah, can I talk to you? And she's like, oh, sure. And so he pulls her away from this party that this lovely family has put on for them. Mom is really upset about this. That's just rude. It's just rude. You don't leave the table in the middle of the dinner and conversation. I think parties for reality television are a little different than real parties. But I get your point. Ari didn't do it, and Ari's the lowest of the low. (laughs) I understand. But uh, they go and they sit on a bench in Greece, a Grecian, a Greek bench. Grecian? Greek? Yeah, same thing. It's a bench in Greece. And, and he ba- he she sits on his lap. Yeah, so she tells, you know, they're cuddling, and he says that she's such an amazing person. How can she even consider somebody like Luke? And she says, well, how, how honest do you want me to be? And basically just says that, you know, he... He was there for her, and... They have a really solid connection. connection that she can't really explain, and so forth and so on. And he's like, he gets all angry and stuff. And then um, it goes, they have dinner, and he basically tries to give her an ultimatum. He's like, I don't see how you can like someone like him and also like me. It makes me want to retract my feelings for you. Okay. Yeah, after he already told her he loves her. Right. I'm so okay. Let's you're okay. You're in a relationship. If you really love somebody, th- that's not a thing. You'll love them unconditionally. You, well, you can't retract. Okay, so you I can th- retract yourself from the situation, but like your feelings are your right. feelings. You, you can be like, oh, this might be a toxic relationship. I'll remove myself from it. Right. But my feelings aren't just going to go away like that. Yeah, you can't retract your feelings unless you're like a unless robot. Unless you're not feeling them. Yeah. yeah. Unless, unless you've got like a little memory chip and you say, oh, I'm going to swap rewind. it out for anger now. Right. You know. Yeah. That's just, ugh. He, so basically. And he, it was disgusting. He, he Basically, did, he gave her an ultimatum, right? And that's not how relationships should go. You compromise, but you don't give him an ultimatum. No. And he's, ugh. And the two worst guys she's the most fascinated with. And I'm like, just. Just pick Tyler. Just pick Tyler. Or Peter. Peter's a solid bet, too. Pick Tyler, though. Just pick Tyler. <laughs> yeah. If you pick Tyler, then Mike can be the bachelor and everyone will be happy. Yes, yeah, so that's the ultimate case scenario. That is what ha- should happen. When other people talk to Hannah about the Luke situation, she gets mad at them and she's like, stay in your lane and all this other stuff. But when Jed does it, she goes, listen, I know you're doing this because you care about me and I I can sense that unlike the other people who's, like, the reasoning behind it came from anger, yours is coming from caring and from loving me. And we have no reason to understand that. Yeah, and we're like, um, okay. There may be a reason to understand that, but they have not shown us that. But, but no, but we've seen him and the way he talks about Luke, and it's from hating him. It's not from... Oh, yeah, he hates Luke. And the later things we see, see of him is, shows that it's not about Hannah, it's about how he doesn't like Luke. Right. And, um... 
she basically gives him an ultimatum. Or no, he gives her an ultimatum, and she's like, I'm just done talking about Luke. Like, let's not talk about him. And then they have their fantasy suite, and they go into a huge house that has, like, a swimming pool this in it. This ginormous hotel room, yeah, with an like, indoor swimming pool. How did this garbage human get to earn this nice she, place? Why didn't she give him this fantasy? Like, you know, their windmill, boat, and now palatial hotel room. <laughs> like... It was a little odd. They wake up all happy and cuddly and, And, like, giddy and, oh, I've never had, I don't have any more doubts, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, and they both go talk about what last night was. They're like, last night was so fun, last night was amazing, and then one of them goes, last night was wild, which I guess kind of implies that they were, like... Yeah, I think she probably, not just Peter, but Jed probably also enjoyed a sex-filled night with the Bachelorette. Yes. Um, but not Ty- what? Mm, not, not Tyler. Tyler. I know, I know. It's really up. last up on the list is Luke Puke. P. Luke oh, I'm sorry. Puke. Luke P. Not Puke L. Okay, sorry. <laughs> and uh, she they meets have- up with him, and he's like, "I'm so excited! I'm psyched!" And it seems super fake. She takes him to Santorini, which is one of yeah. her bucket list islands, and, and one he, of the most beautiful islands in Greece. Yeah, and, and they, like, get there, and she's like, hotel, it uh, looks just like the postcards! Yeah, they go on a helicopter there, and blah, blah, and blah. And he's never been on a helicopter before, and she describes their relationship. She says, frankly, I can't compare my relationship with Luke with any of my other relationships, because, frankly, he he's not like any of the other guys. And we're like, yeah, because he's crazy like a, yeah he's, he's insane <laughs> and she goes on to talk about how, what a good kisser he is and then we see them kissing and we're like you yeah. liked that better than like mike <laughs> like what <laughs> uh, they have a good day date is the bottom line they have a good day date and then their mic their their mic date their night date commences. Yes. And they go, and it's windy, and it kind of looks like it's in a tropical setting. Yeah. It's like well, a, it's Greece. Yeah. Uh, and it's well lit at nighttime, and she... And, oh, he comes out, and he goes, oh my god, this is darling. This is so darling. Yeah, what the hell? And we're like, what? Why don't you call it cute or beautiful? Like, where the heck is darling, darling coming from? Thing. Yeah. To talk about your dinner setting? Like... Yeah. If, if there were, like, little unicorns popping, like, jumping out of your cups, like, I'd be like, okay, you could say darling, I yeah, get darling it. darling is a weird adjective. But that leads us to their discussion. Uh, it's a moment we've kind of all been waiting for all season. Hannah goes, hey, like, oh, no, not Hannah, sorry, Luke goes, so I think we should talk about sex. And Hannah perks up, she's like, I mean, okay, if you say sure, so, whatever, yeah, yeah, okay, let's do that. And he says, like, I want to tell you that if you had sex with one or multiple of these guys, that I will take myself out of this competition. And that is a direct quote. Didn't cut away from his face. 100% he said that. That was his exact wording. And she goes, "Uh, okay. And then they kind of argue a little bit. And they something that's interesting is that they both use their religious faith to defend themselves, mm-hmm. and they both quote the same Bible references, but they interpret them so differently. Right. Let he who is without sin cast the first stone. They both say that. They and both say that, and she tells him that's what he's doing to her. Yeah. Which I totally get. Yeah. He's he's 
flipping out on the sex thing. But and she's, she's like, like, your sin is pride. Yeah, she's like, there are more sins than this. You And you have just as much sin as I do, and how dare you do this? Yeah, just because this is a sin you don't like doesn't give you the right to act like I'm the sinner right. when you're prideful and you have just as many issues as me, if no, not more. I mean, nobody came out, as far as I know, in Bible world and said, this is the level of bad sin versus good sin. They're, you know, they're all bad. You, and we all have grace and we all are able to be forgiven when we commit sins. And none of them are, I mean, I mean, in in natural world, some are worse than others. I mean, you can't, you know, the, like you can't kill somebody. Wrong. Yeah. You know, but as far as but having... envy's not unless it, you t- you take your envy to super extremes. Right. Like if you envy someone because they get to go to another country and you don't, then you're like, well, I wish I could do that, but it's not right. as bad as being like you're not as not equal to me because you're different than me or whatever. In any event, I mean, you you can't just go around telling somebody that they're that they don't that like they're a worse Jesus. sinner yeah, than you. And he and out off show, not in show, but off show, he tweeted her at her and he was basically like, "I don't think you love Jesus. I like I question your relationship with Jesus cuz like if you really love Jesus, you wouldn't commit these sins." Did he say that? He's something like that. Well, yeah, he basically said, you laugh at your sin, and I'm, that's not appropriate. I'm, you know, I... Yeah, and then he tweeted something like, um... Well, he tweeted her... Okay, he tweeted his sister-in-law, who got him into this whole business, his father, who's a pastor. He tweeted the sister-in-law's father's sermon that said, of course Jesus loves Hannah. Of course, I mean, Jesus loves us all, but you demonstrate that you love Jesus by keeping his commandments. So clearly, you know, Hannah, Hannah doesn't, doesn't love Jesus. Jesus. And that's wrong to ever assume anyone else's faith. <gasps> and then that makes Luke, me so mad. I know. It's, you should never, ever question anyone else's faith. And it's not your place to discuss someone else's relationship with God. Don't, that is between that person and their God. Never tell anyone that they don't love Jesus. Because it's, it's awful. I will send my dog to God. Bite you. And he doesn't have any teeth, so you better watch out. Yeah. <laughs> and it's, it's just wrong. But also something else that Luke tweeted that night. It's just disgusting. Um, was he was like, I forget the exact quote. It was something that was super wrong. He was like, Jesus died so like because of our sins or something like that. Mm-hmm. Something that was super incorrect about the whole um atonement and sacrifice and everything well he did die for our sins but the way he said it was really but wrong. the way he said it was like like well it was, it was I, I he, he died so we would like we wouldn't sin well she basically oh i know i know what it was you know the difference between you and me is i take my sin very seriously and you laugh at your sin and the whole reason that Jesus died on the cross was for sin so sin is no laughing matter or something like that that's pretty close to what he said. And and it's like, what, he died so we could, he knew we were going to make mistakes. And so he died so we would be able to repent for those mistakes. If you were of Christian faith and you believe this, that's the dealio. That's the, right. That's the and thing. And the atonement is such a complicated notion in the, to begin with. You can't just, you, you know, can't 
you can't explain it in one sentence right, and exactly. like have it's to be like a, a sound by thing. thing. Yeah, and it's it was super frustrating because like basically where well, like I think mom called um Peter and his family like Californian Christians like we're yeah. Californian Christians too like where we're like we love Jesus and we lo- like we do love the gospel and it's a and it we, is a part of our lives but it's not such a like in your face kind of part of our lives where it takes like where it the where church it dominates itself. your every it, it dominates every minute of your day that's not that's not a healthy way to do it and i don't think that's how it's healthy it's good to have jesus present in your life always and in the way you treat others but if you don't have jesus in the way you treat others if if like if you don't act as jesus acts but then still accuse other people of not loving jesus then you're a major hypocrite. I mean, the bottom line just is... Just wrong. <laughs> the, I mean, both Christ and God through his prophets taught us not to judge other people. That's not our job. Mm-hmm. So please stop. Please just don't yeah. judge other people. I mean, we all do it to a degree. But don't go on social media or television or whatever and call in, you know, and call people out like that. You don't have that authority. Well, and in the end, if... You, regardless of what your religious faith is, like, your God or your Jesus or whoever it is that, like, you exemplify yourself after in a religious way, if there's two people and one of them is racist and sexist and doesn't treat people fairly but goes to church every Sunday and goes to Bible study every Sunday and always quotes the Bible in his everyday life but doesn't treat people fairly or kindly and then you have someone who treats everyone kindly and has so much love in their hearts but then goes and has sex with someone one of those people is clearly more christ-like than the other and the fact that people think that uh like sins can like put some like make damn someone more in a way than being a bad person because even though you go to church every Sunday, that's wrong. And that's behavior that Luke's exemplifying. And it's behavior I see in a lot of Christian folk I know. And it's really, really disheartening. All right. Sin is sin. We all sin, right? We all, I mean, we all, no matter, you know, just go with me on this. We all sin. Some sins are more devastating to the world than others. But we all sin and we all need to be forgiven and we all need to... I mean, bottom line is don't judge other people. That's don't judge other say. people and be good to other people and try. Like, if you're not trying to be decent to other people, then... We all sin. You're not perfect. None of us are perfect. Be kind to each other and try to be Christ-like in your interactions with other people. So this whole date with Luke was just really upsetting because... As, as, a Calif- yeah. as a Californian Christian, I was like, <laughs> you are representing, like, faith horribly. This is not how people should practice their faith. Like, it's just wrong. And, um, um, but anyway, so she's pissed, and she's like, okay, like, who are you to judge me? Like, you're being really hypocritical. She's like, I want you to go. Like, I don't want you here. And he goes, uh, give me just a minute to, oh, oh, at one point he says, can I, uh, interject really quick? And she goes, no, no, <laughs> no. And he's like, oh, and that was one of my favorite moments from yeah. Hannah. That was so funny. And she only gets better. Yeah. And she no. said, she's like, you need to leave. I'm done with you. Like, I don't want to see you anymore. And he's like, 
he sits there and he's not getting up and she's like why are you still sitting like get up and leave I, I don't want you here can I walk you out and he's like I think you owe me a moment and just to just listen to me and, and she's, all <laughs> she's hell like, breaks what Hannah <laughs> Hill she's like I don't, I don't owe you, you anything. anything you are not my husband and she, she just, she's like, gets so angry. She's like, I'm so angry. I cannot believe you just said that. You need to leave. Get out. We're leaving. And he's like, you're being ridiculous. And she's like, I have finally found the clarity I needed with you. I I see, know you are not my husband. Yeah. I see what everyone else has been saying finally. And you're not my husband. And you need to go. And she, she walks him out. And he's like... I know you say you have your clarity, but I don't, I don't think, think you, you do. Ha- you do. You don't have your clarity, and I need to get clarity uh, from this. That's funny and, when you just uh, And he's trying him. to tell her how he, how she is feeling, and she's like, knows how she feels. And it was super, super awful. And he, he just ignored, as he always does, he just ignored her request and her will. And he just, ugh, just, ugh. And... He's like, like I'm not going. Like, he keeps not getting in the car, and she says, "Fine, like, if you are not getting in the car, like, maybe this will convince you." And she's like, "You don't." Oh, oh, he also talked about like how sex with one person can be a slip up, but when it's all of the guys, and that's just wrong, and mm. that's a b- horrible way to phrase anything. And also, she, she, it's not has her own free will. Yeah, it's not oh, his business. And I have something to say. What so? He's basically an hour away from fantasy suite, right? All he does, he just has to behave properly until she gives him the date card for the fantasy suites. Why does he not wait until he's in private with her to ask these questions? Yeah. Because, you know why? Because he wants to slut shame her on television. Yeah. There's no reason he can't wait for an hour and ask her these questions in private. He wants to be this self-righteous, holier-than-thou beacon to all these girls that are going to fall at his feet after this whole thing and humiliates her on tries to and does not succeed to humiliate her on national television Mm -hmm. by bringing this up an hour away from when he could ask her this in In private private. it is really disgusting disgusting and he's a pig and he uh she goes like after he brings up the whole like like it's cool if you had sex with one of them but like all of them that's just bad and she goes you don't want me if I've had a sex well let me tell you I effed in a windmill twice well (laughs) well, he he won't like they're okay they're in their little table at their at their dinner and the rain starts coming down and their oh, hair yeah, is I'm, whipping. The, hair, the, the weather is totally cooperating with It's going weather. with the storm. Yeah, and it's just getting more and more stormy and blah, blah, blah. And they walk to the car, and he says, I'm not I'm not leaving. And she says, well, I know a way to get you in the car. I asked in a windmill. Now, I don't think you like that. That's not what you want me to do, so you can just <laughs> you leave. You can just leave. And he goes, can I pray over you? And this at is, this point, I'm like, what? <laughs> and she says, no. <laughs> and then he leaves. And then he finally And then off camera she goes, yeah, I did it in a windmill. We did it a second time. We did it the second time. <laughs> and she flips him off, too. And she flips him off as okay, he's driving away. this is my conundrum here. Like, on national television, major network, 
you know, when kids are awake, we're allowed to talk about effing in a windmill and sex this and sex that. But flipping somebody off, they have to blur out. <laughs> Get your priorities straight. A middle finger in the air is not that important. <laughs> and that was that episode. That was Fantasy Suite. Yes. Yes. Was yes. Him leaving. And then now we go into this week's episode. Mm-hmm. So, again, we're sorry that we missed last week's, but we hope that this quick little, like, flash recap, because we really wanted to get our opinions out there about yeah these garbage men and Tyler C. <laughs> Let's give Pete a chance. Peter's really nice, but he's boring. <laughs> All I am saying is give Pete a chance. <laughs> what the heck was that? <laughs> and emotional um, and this is going to be a very different version of the mental hog usually we start with the guys but now we're in Greece picking up where we left off last week no music Hannah is in that crazy dress with that high bun yeah so Hannah's in her bathing suit dress and totally, like in the previews, I totally thought that was a bathing suit. I did too. I thought she was on a date with another guy when they were like, oh, right. he has a ring. Yeah. yeah. She looks great. Yeah. I'm not a big fan of the dress. But she oh, looks- I hate the dress, but her hair and face looks looks. Her gorgeous. hair is like this weird, poofy bun. It's a sock bun. It's a sock bun. Have you ever heard of a sock bun? Is yeah. That a good thing? So sock buns are when you cut a hole in your sock. And oh yeah, you, I know this. You told me this. Yeah, and you roll your hair around the sock to get All right. like well, poofiness. She, she looks beautiful. It's just not what I would choose. Um, um, but uh, Peter gets there first, and then Tyler, and then Jed. I think. I believe that's correct. And none of them know that she sent um Luke home, mm, and. They're like, oh, now I just have to wait for Luke. Oh, gross. Oh, jeez. In her site, in her little ITM, she says, all my dates with amazing, with all my dates, sorry, all my dates with these three men were amazing. I can get engaged to any one of them. And I've been loved fearlessly and wholeheartedly. Mm-hmm. And then it flashes to Luke in a car, and he goes, I know that Hannah thinks that I don't want her after the news she dropped on me about the sex, but she's wrong, so I'm going to... She's... She's... What did he say? She's sadly wrong, or she... She's sadly mistaken. She's sadly mistaken. She's sadly mistaken. I know she still wants me, so I'm going back for her, because I I know she is my wife. I want to tear my hair out of this. Let her make her own decisions. This isn't your freaking show. Are you kidding me, though? He, he, in his mind, he really thinks 
that she sent him off because she thinks she's not worthy of him. Are you high? Are Luke? He's arrogant. He's she doesn't want you. She thinks you're gross. He's a narcissist. He's misogynistic. He's just disgusting on so many levels. I I can't deal. But he really thinks that he's doing her a favor by coming back because it's she disgusting. was such a whore that he had to leave in the first place. It's it's so it's, it's disgusting that he genuinely thinks that. He like it's, it's really it's insane. He needs like therapy really really bad. And he uh it shows him holding a a ring. A ring. It looks like a Neil Lane ring, but it looks like the lower end. Like the cheaper Neil Lane like ring. The only, the only like the one that's only one grand instead of instead well, of maybe 10 like nineteen hundred dollars. Between one and nineteen. And they uh he go he goes and Hannah's not there yet and Han- he gets there before right. Hannah all does. The, well all the guys show up together. All the guys the the three the Peter, Luke Yeah, we already mentioned that. So Peter, uh, Tyler, Tyler, Jen Jen all show up. And you know what? None of them are wearing ties, which is okay because it's in the morning and it's hot. But none of them are wearing socks, which is not okay. They could be wearing ankle socks, Mom. They're not wearing socks. Mom, okay, that's not even a relevant part of the story. Um, Anyways, so we already mentioned that they're already uh, all there. And then Luke gets there before Hannah, and he just goes up and stands in the line. Yeah, he just walks over and stands in the line with the rest of the three guys. And they all look, oh. They're all like, no, they're, I mean, they're, they're, they don't know she sent him home. So yeah. they're like, okay, this is part of, they're like, a, um, like Tyler, I can't believe it. Tyler says, like, the only one we're waiting for is the great Luke. I know, like I, I already, yeah, I already mentioned that. And then they all, he, he falls in line, and they're all like, they're, they're, irritated with him but they don't know that he's already been kicked yeah out. i already yeah we already said that yeah okay um and then hannah finally shows up and she sees luke and she just goes oh my god and she's like she pulls him aside she's like what are you doing here like i sent you home why are you here and she's like i'm here for a rose ceremony with these gentlemen you're already out of the picture you need to leave and at one in her itm before he shows up lecter says i have no regrets F that guy. I have not an ounce of me that misses him or wants him to be in my life. And she's, she's super glad she's never going to see him again. Then he shows up. And um, she's super mad. She's like, I need you to leave. And he's like, no, 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 no. I'm like, I'm here for the rose ceremony. And all the time we see the audience because now we're... Oh, yeah, now we're, we're at the, the mental wall. So they're showing this to the people at the mental wall right. and they're reacting. And in the lower left corner, they're showing the audience and they're like, they're all like aghast. Um, yeah, so basically, Luke shows up and he's like, Why are you here? And he's like, Because I'm not done yet. You know, uh, I, you know, I, I just, I need, I need clarity. She's like, Well, I don't care. I She's like, home. You don't need to have clarity. Like, I had clarity and I saw that you're an asshole, so you can go. And he's like, I need clarity and closure. Like, this isn't okay. This isn't right for me. Okay. And for me, the 100% best part of the season was she says, she says, I want you to go. And he says, I'm not leaving. Says, okay. And so she picks, she up, picks the rose, up the 
rose, rose podium. And she picks up the, she looks at, okay. She picks up the rose podium and she carries it over to the next, to the three guys. Yeah, to get, so he's not in the line. Best thing ever. It was an empowering moment for women. It and, was. And he basically chases after. He's like, you know, and it would have been. She's even, like, no. It would have been even better if he chased her around and she carried the podium around like She's everywhere. Like, oh, no. you want this rose? Get away. You want this no. rose? No. This is my podium. Shut up. The best ever, that podium thing. I know, that was really, was that was a great moment. Moment. And for all the moments that she let Luke push her around, and all the moments that were kind of like not very feminist and pro women, yes. this moment I was like, she's still got that feminist, she's, yeah, she's still got that feminist bite to her, well, I like it. <laughs> and when she does that, the three other guys are like, wait, what? They're like, what? And Oh, I get it. So they all approach and they all start saying you know go home why are you here and one of them touches luke and luke says keep your hands off her (laughs) and then tyler goes or what or what and all of america just about pees their pants (laughs) they're like oh my god do you guys see what tyler c said to luke (laughs) oh my god can you believe tyler c (laughs) well then chris harrison finally comes out and he's like Dude, what the heck? <laughs> yeah, basically, you know, he puts things back in order. And Luke asks Hannah, basically, you know, do you not want me here? I, don't, I forget exactly what he says, but, you know, I just need you to tell me that you don't want me here. And she says, I don't want you here. And he says, okay, then I'm leaving. And, and then so he leaves. He walks off. And Chris Harrison then takes Hannah aside. Hannah. He's like, are you okay? He had, he ha- he came back. So before this, I was thinking, oh, what happened to that thing in the previews where Chris says he's on his way back and he has a ring, you know? But then here in the show, he says he was on his way back. Yeah. So they edited. They took out the little what part of right. between he and it. <laughs> right. The whole so, time, I, the whole time I was watching, it was like. I was like, what happened to that whole thing with Chris Harrison? But apparently... They literally just took out what and it yeah. turned into he's. <laughs> and afterwards, he said, you know, she, you know, he had a ring. He wanted to propose. And Hannah's face is like, what? And so that's done. And now next week, apparently, she's going to let one person go home. Yeah, we didn't get to see who actually got roses or Peter. anything. Uh, I think it'll probably be Peter, because she was Peter looking or pretty... Jed. I think it's got to be Peter or Jed. Well, I don't know. I don't know. I think it's got to be Peter. I think it's got to be Peter, just because the morning after their one-on-one, she was looking very unsure about him, and the morning after... For some reason, she's super into Jed, and I just don't get it. Yeah, that was and then the morning after Tyler's, she was literally in tears over how respectful he was of her. I... That, and that goes a long way. I think it's just respect. Mm-hmm. Having a mutual respect for one another is really important. Um, yes, it is. And then it goes into the actual men tell-all. And Luke is on the hot seat first before any of the guys even come out. And I think it's because they don't really want the guys to bully him to his face and get angry at what he says. So he's in there by himself. And uh, Chris Harrison's asking him questions. Well, that's all. Yeah, the the men are going to come out later. But she was so Jed also credits Luke leaving to himself rather than right, right. When he says, yeah, yeah. So go ahead and 
Yeah, so Jed has this little bit where he says he thinks she heard him and that's why she sent Luke away. So I'm not sure. That's kind of weird. So Luke has come out and... Um, oh, he comes out and then we hear this. Which I said, it's a lukewarm applause. <laughs> I, you said a lukewarm welcome. Whatever. She watched, so she's, okay, so we watched the show at my friend Annie's house um, on Tuesday nights because we have Hulu and not real TV. And we go to her house with her, like, whole family and um, a couple people from, from my work and stuff. So we watch it all together. And But mom likes taking her notes, so she always watches the episode in the morning, too, before she goes to work. Mm-hmm. And then afterwards, she goes to my friend Annie's house, and she watches it at Annie's house. Um, and I make comments that are probably not appropriate. And she <laughs> she waited all day. Like She was like, Ariel, Ariel, are you ready for this? When, when she was getting ready for this joke. And then the applause happens, and she goes... That was a lukewarm welcome. You said welcome. Yeah. That was a lukewarm welcome. Get it? And uh, she was like, that was lukewarm. And I was like, oh my god, mom, have you been waiting all day for that? And she said, yep. <laughs> and I just laughed. And um, I, I, I really like puns, and I always use puns and stuff at work. And so all the people I work with in that moment, they were like, yep. They're definitely mother and daughter. (laughs) (laughs) It's a gift. It's a gift. And so, yeah. And Luke's sitting in the chair. And Chris starts asking him questions. Keep in mind, Luke's only 25 years old. but No. I know know five-year-olds who are more mature than Luke. Yeah, yeah. Okay, go on. So he says he thinks Hannah was making a huge mistake. So he wanted clarity and closure. Closure. Chris Harrison says, if you had your say, you you had your say, it just went poorly, and you wanted another say. So basically saying that, you know, you had your chance, and you blew it, and you took advantage of another chance. So Luke basically, he said that I'm getting fitted for a suit to propose in while she's literally having sex with someone else. He says, I made a mistake thinking she would be the perfect wife. I went back to the rose ceremony because she made me feel like I was different than any, because I felt like she was different than any other woman. Sorry. So Chris Harrison says, Faith caused um, a a catastrophic event in your relationship. And Luke keeps prefacing everything by saying, I want to... I, you know, I want to be very clear. It's like, I don't want my words to be misconstrued again. And he also said, he also kept saying things like, uh, that's a, that's a difficult question. That's a tough question. Give me a second. And then there'd be really long, long awkward. silences between silences. everything. I'm not even going to look at this. I'm going to stop that. Basically what Luke does is, has this, I think he, I think he really is on the sociopath spectrum. Because what, he's Trying to evaluate how people will respond, respond to his right thing. So, yeah. so at one point, Chris Harrison says, "Do you have you know? Did do you think you did anything wrong?" And he said, "I wouldn't change anything I did." And then the audience reacts like, "Oh, 
They're like, horrified. you asshat. Like, what the heck? Like, they react like they're horrified. And this is what he does every time. I think I think Luke, he, he doesn't understand basic human responses, right? He doesn't get that. So he says the most extreme thing he can, and then he waits for his listeners to respond. And if they're okay with that, then he muddles oh, on. He'll go on with it. Yeah. Right. But if they if they clearly don't agree then with that. Then he says, that, you're misconstruing what I'm you're saying. You're misconstruing <laughs> me. And then he says exactly the opposite. So in this instance, Chris Harrison said, you know, do you think you did anything wrong? And Luke says, after a long pause. I wouldn't change a thing. And then the commercial and the commercial goes back. And then he's had a chance to see how the his listeners have responded. And he says, there are a lot of things I would change about. Of course, there are a lot of things I would change about. I, it's well, like, you're crazy. You're like, crazy. That's insane. That's, that's psychotic. Or, I mean, it's like, you know, I don't know what it is, but it's it's just wrong. You can't, I mean... So basically, he has no talent for understanding human reaction before he says something. And so then when he says something, he looks around and gathers what's happening, and then he completely contradicts himself so that he can be normal because he doesn't understand how to be normal. He's very manipulative. I agree that I I do think he's probably on the sociopath scale. If you guys don't know anything about that, it's really interesting. There's plenty of podcasts out there. I think there's a stuff you should know about it. Um, it's a really interesting thing, but a lot of the symptoms of like sociopathy, Luke has, and so I think that's I think that's probably maybe not psychopath. He might not be a psychopath, but I do think he's legitimately on the sociopath scale. I think, and I think that's a very interesting thing. But um, not healthy for a romantic relationship. So, well, you know, he should probably not be around anymore for this show. We can't understand what he's really like because the Bachelor producers are giving us what we want to see. But, I mean, there's a serious problem. He, I mean, he, he doesn't understand you can, human emotion. He's, you can use the argument that he that there's producer manipulation they're showing us what they want us to see. You can use all those excuses, but in the end of the day, he still says these things and he still reacts these ways. That's not something that they're making him do. You know? Mm-hmm. Like the and then at some point, I forget what the question is, but he uh I think Chris asked him a question about or something like like this is her show and it was her decision like and like you felt like your decision was more important, like in your role was more important, and then Luke says something well, like I get this was her show, like I get this was about her, but you know, do you have the exact quote written down? You know the one I'm talking about? No, the one about the man. Oh, okay. What the man must lead and guide? Yeah, he says the man must lead and guide in a marriage. Yeah. That pissed me off so I know. much. You were, he, she was mad the whole way home. I was mad the she whole mad. way home. I mean, I think, and you know, the rest of the people we were watching with when we watched this episode, they were like, "I feel bad that he doesn't really have any friends in the house, and that they they're they're all kind of like insulting him on like national television." And I was like, "I don't feel bad for him." Did you guys hear what yeah, he was saying about was, women? That was super problematic. And I, mean, I 
I would, I'm never going to feel bad for someone that says it's the man's job to lead and guide in a marriage. I don't know for sure, but I think like, that the lead, up, the, lead up, the lead up to that was Chris Harrison saying, you know, do you think, when you think about your wife, is that someone you want to put on a shelf and just bring her down when oh, you want her? Oh, yeah. And he said, no, I want my woman to be independent. Absolutely. I want her to have her own feelings and her own thoughts. But also, the man is the one that should lead and guide the woman. Screw you, dude. It's a partnership. You guys are equals. Like, go be alone forever, dude. I, that pissed me off so much. I, I'm obviously, I'm still livid about it. Like, I have a lot of, I have a lot of meaner things I could say, but I'm not going to because, like, I'm not a mean person. But... I was, like, really freaking pissed about it. And, like, I talked about the my friend Annie lives, like, 30 minutes away from us. And, like, the whole 30-minute drive home, I was just, I was both. Venting. She was venting. I was just ranting about how disgusting it was that someone could even say that about a woman. Like, it's a partnership. Women, like, obviously, naturally, in our nature, with men and women, there are lots of things that we're just naturally better at and yeah, worse at than they're prone to do. Yeah, like women are naturally better nurturers, and like men are naturally like physically stronger and stuff like that. But like in the end of the day, don't restrict each other from doing whatever yeah. they want. Like sure, freaking pissed me off, and I was ranting. I was ranting about this the whole way home, but also talking about Taylor Swift's new song the whole way home. So I was, like, going back and forth, going back and forth, like, oh, my God, this new Taylor Swift song almost made me cry to, like, Luke's dick. Like, I'm sick of this misogynistic BS. Like, and uh, obviously I'm still livid about it, but there's more show to get to, so I can't just go on about it forever. Well, no, honestly, though, anybody who says that, yeah, she could be independent, but it's the man job, the man's job to lead and guide, that's, that's not... Screw you! <laughs> I'm trying to talk about it. It's, it's, it, it's contradictory, right? You, you both have things, I mean, okay, if, if my husband says that to me, it's my job, it's your job to, you know, be the, the woman, and it's my job to lead guide, I'd say, alright then. I'll take the house! <laughs> yeah, you can do the laundry, you can, you know vacuum, clean the bathrooms, whatever, you're leading and guiding, so you go to town. I'm just gonna sit here and relax. <laughs> but, like, honestly, I was just, I was so livid about it, and finally they were like, okay, let oh, and at some point in this, Dustin comes out, or no, not Dustin, um, um, Der uh, uh, what's his name, Dan? Some, some guy that wasn't super important, but, like, yeah. you'd recognize him if you saw him. And he him. wore this, like, really per, I don't red know. suit with roses I couldn't on decide it if I hated it or loved it. Yeah, it was a red suit, and it was, oh, my gosh, what's It was name? the guy that was it's friends with. It's a girl with, name. It's a girl name. It was a, um, it was a guy that's friends with uh, Wills, who's one of my favorites. I love yeah, Wills. Yeah, yeah. So I think he was, like, probably borrowed something from Wills' yeah, closet. Yeah. Oh, crap, I can't remember his name. It's a girl name. But anyway, okay, so yeah, so he comes out and confronts um, Luke and says there are two types of men in the world, men who value and appreciate women and men who 
see their women as property. Oh, see, and and want to control them. Build them. Yeah, they're yes, that's right. There are two kinds of men in the world: men who don't want to control their women, and men who want to control the, their women to make themselves look better. Yeah. And I was kind of like, okay, this guy's trying to like steal time so he gets more screen time by coming in at an inappropriate time. But he had But he was right. Yeah. His words were That's right. true. Yeah. And Luke is definitely the the type of guy that wants to control his woman and that I that really upsets me. And I get that there are relationships like that. I get that in a lot of places, especially in America in a lot of places that is the traditional and normal kind of relationship. But I don't think that's healthy, and I don't think that's an appropriate way to treat a woman in a relationship. And I... Well, I mean, here's the thing. Like, you can have... If you're a guy that wants to control a woman, you can have a woman who's, you know, mousy and does whatever you say. And how does that benefit you? Imagine if you chose a woman who has a doctorate degree and is doing research and making a fair amount of money, making the world a better place. How is that not a better thing? You know? Yeah, but some people some people just have big egos or are very, like... Well, they're wrong. They don't deserve... I know, I know they're wrong. I, I'm not arguing with that. I know, but they don't deserve... But I do get that that's it. A good woman, you know? And I think it's... I think that type of behavior is also pretty common in cultures that... Where church is really important to them. Yeah, well, certainly um, this is okay. I think, I think, yeah. um, I think that it, that nowadays there's kind of a difference between like super avid church going folks and people of faith. I think that a lot of church organizations are kind of trying to control a lot of their members, um, whereas you can still have faith but not go to church all the time. Wow. If that makes sense. That's one hundred percent evident in the way that Luke's you know family and followers respond to him yeah they're just suck up to him and I do think I do think that um this um oh and I think that in uh cultures where in my personal experience of going to church and stuff I do see a very frequent um thing I guess where the other men I go to church with tend to date women who are more submissive and more quiet and more not so independent. If compliant, right? Yeah. They tend to date more compliant women um, and more submissive women. And, like, when I, <laughs> I don't really – I work every Sunday now, so I don't really go to church that often anymore. But, I like, I still have faith, obviously, from my rants during this episode. But when I was going to church regularly, there would be people I'd like and, like – in our church, it's super, like, they really want to marry a bunch of people off when they're super young, and I wasn't really into that. I was like, I'm not going to marry no. any of these guys yet. Like, I'm trying to take yeah. care of myself. Just under them. Like, and, yeah, sure. and, um, they, but I noticed that a lot of, like, I would have, like, crushes and stuff, but no one would date me because I was way too independent, and I was way too outspoken on, on my opinion. And I think that for a lot of people in my church, that was a, that wasn't something that off, yeah. they wanted, and I, which is stupid and it sucks, but I do think that's common in in church culture. I mean, if you're a dude that just wants a compliant little woman that just does whatever you say, I don't get that. That sucks for you then. Yeah, yeah. I don't understand that. Your life is not going to be as fulfilling. And I know that's a thing, and I know that some 
people can have a conflict with it, they conflict with that. They're, they're, they, they marry somebody they love and think is amazing, and but then they like are conflicted about how like they don't like the same things that that the the husband supports, you know. Yeah, and so it's sad. This whole mental law was really frustrating in a lot of ways, especially parts centered around Luke. However, I do get that it sucks that these people kind of did say some mean things to Luke. I do get oh, yeah. how that would be upsetting to people, but don't forget that Luke is a narcissistic misogynist. That's what he did, yeah. Yeah. I saw like, him on um, Instagram, Grocery Store Joe came out and defended, didn't really defend Luke, but just said, you know, it's not right, don't bully him. You know, don't do this. But I don't think it is I don't bullying. feel bad. I... I don't think it is bullying. I don't think it's bullying either. I think a lot of people that I know were like, oh, this episode was so annoying because they were all being so mean to Luke. But he's a dick. Like, nobody should ever abuse a woman like that. So then they bring the rest of the guys out after Luke's done with his stupid, really infuriating hot seat. Yeah, so all the guys come out. I think the first guy to get a hot seat is John John Paul Paul Jones. Jones. Yeah. And I think Kim had a hot seat, but they didn't show it on the. Might be yeah on the show. There's a bunch of if we didn't mention it already. There's there's been a bunch of signs in the audience all night like stay in your lane and windmill uh, and I like Mike and stuff like that. And like yeah, stuff that is a usual thing for the for the men tell all recordings. Um, but yeah, so John Paul Jones is the first one to get a hot seat. And it shows, like, a little, like, video of all the stuff he said during the season. And you're like, oh, my God, I remember why I love Paul- John Paul Jones yeah. so much. Yas, queen. And, he, yeah, it shows him saying, yas, queen. And, and it shows the... Shuck a bra. And it shows the clip of Hannah cutting his hair. And he goes... Yeah. Yeah, dude. I mean, like, it's whatever, I guess. But, like, it just shows that we're not only were there some negative stuff happening, but there were a lot of really fun, positive moments. Yeah. And then um, Chris is like, I know you love chicken, so we brought you chicken nuggets. And then everyone gets nuggets in the whole studio. Yeah. Even though there's waiters giving nuggets to the audience members, John Paul Jones goes, like, stands up he's, and he's like, who wants some nuggets? He starts throwing them he starts to throwing them at people. First to the bros and then to the audience. And it's cute. And during his hot seat, he addresses Hannah. Well, Chris Harrison says... Hannah, why, you know, why did you let this one go? That's crazy. John Paul Jones says, oh, I know why she let me go. I would have let me go, too. And Hannah says, don't you talk about yourself that way, John Paul Jones. And he says, Hannah, I can talk about myself however I want. <laughs> and Chris Harrison says, oh, you just had your first fight. So the whole thing was kind of weird, but I'm I'm there for John Paul Jones in Paradise. Yeah, we cannot wait for John Paul Jones in Paradise. It was kind of just a little moment so we could be get excited about him being there. I mean, and he's super handsome, he's though. Seen, oh, yeah, he looks just like Taylor Swift's boyfriend. He's gorgeous. Uh, anyways, uh, then next up is Mike's hot seat. Well, I, think, I thought we were already, already on to... Oh, yeah, Mike's hot seat is next, yeah. Yeah. So Mike's hot seat's next, and I just love Mike. I get so happy whenever he's doing anything. Like, he's just so cute, and he has the best smile. I saw this really funny meme the other day, and it was like, 
I was really worried the other day about like poverty and like hunger and like my depression but then <laughs> but then I just see Mike smile and all that goes away <laughs> it's the cure for all that <laughs> which I thought was really cute and when Mike sits down with Chris Harris and he says what's up bro yeah and they talk and Mike just looks a little bit embarrassed to like rewatch his like take and stuff. And Chris Harrison just talks to him and he's like, You really thought that Hannah was gonna be that that fourth queen, that fourth pillar of women in your life. Yeah, and Mike says, But I knew something was wrong at the beginning of that night date in Amsterdam. And you know, like well, I Well, was... she was walking around the museum crying. Yeah. So good observation. <laughs> A plus. Um, but he goes, you know, like, it's her show, it's her decision. I still have so much respect for her, basic is basically what he's saying. Yeah, and he said it's hard to be told that you deserve fierce love, you know, but it's never returned. And he wished he could have introduced Lecture to his three ladies. Um but that it's okay because he knows that something really great will come for him. and Well, he had a really easy-to-follow good storyline for The Bachelor, right? He's just basically like, I had one serious girlfriend, I'm 31 years old, so I'm mature, I really want to get married, and I've been inspired by these three women in my life, so I really understand how to treat a woman. Mm-hmm. Right? It's golden. And he's also really hot, so there's that, too. Uh... Chris Harrison asks him, you know, what do you want out of seeing Hannah tonight? You know, you're going to talk. What do you want out of that? And he says to get closure, like they all say. But then he also says that he wants her to know she's um, hot as hell and independent. Yeah. Oh, oh, oh fine, fine as hell. Fine he as says, hell and independent. I also want her to know, Hannah, that she's like fine as hell and she's independent. <laughs> like he's still, he heard about like all the Jed stuff and he's like, well, maybe if she picks Jed, then I'll work, make yeah. my move. So it's Lecter's time to come on stage and oh, she thinks. Mom, look at the gross bug. Oh, well, just ignore it. It's Lecter's time to come on stage and she thanks the guys for the journey. And sticking with her even when when they didn't understand her decisions. Um, she had a real love at first sight feeling for Luke. And she clung to him because of her own insecurity. That's what made me so sad. Yeah. She was like, you know, I had all these... She's very open about her yeah. insecurities. She said, I had all these super hot guys, but I didn't know if they'd like me. And so, you know, I knew that... Luke P. really, really liked me, and so that made me, you know. So basically and I think in a lot of ways, one of the things that really makes people like Hannah so much is the fact that she is so open about her insecurities, and the fact that she, even though she's gorgeous and, like, stunning and funny and just a great person overall, she's still... Relatable. And, and this show's about her, like, they're all dating her, She it's not like they're there for her, and... She's still worried that they're not gonna like like her, and I think that's why people people are like, oh my god, I can totally relate to that, and that's why people like her so much. I think um, one of the reasons she's also really freaking weird and funny. Yeah, I love her. But yeah, and so basically, Mike just is being all cutesy and like wonderful and Mike and stuff, and um, 
Chris Harrison says something that kind of implies that he's a contender for Bachelor. Yeah. Um, he says something like, uh, well, we know that, that that fourth pillar is out there somewhere for you or something like that. Right. And next... Well, I have a couple questions about stupid Luke, you know. Still? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I just don't want to ignore, like, when her... Her Twitter fight with him, where... Yeah, we already talked about okay. the Twitter fight. All right, all right, all right, all right. Let's see if we can put that out. I just don't understand why so many people... I'm just looking at my notes. So many people laud him and think he's amazing. I don't get it either. He's manipulative, and he's basically slut-shaming her. I feel like it's basically just like, if you identify with his religious... Then you're a dick, too. No, no, that's not necessarily true. But if you, like, these people that, like, condone his behavior, it's like... You don't respect women. Right. It's like, you're just listening to, you're just like, if if you all... You're a sheep. (laughs) If you all believe in this common religious thing where it's okay to treat women so badly and stuff, I I just don't get it. It's just a mystery to me. I'm sorry. Mm Mm-hmm. Um... But anyways, I don't really know how that was relevant to this Sorry, moment because we were talking notes. about so we were talking about Mike. But Mike has his hot seat moment, and um, it's basically everyone trying to get him to be the bachelor. Um, and he's so hot, and I'd be down for that. Me too. I love I love Mike. And then next on the hot seat was there were only two hot seats. There were only oh. John Paul Jones and Mike. Why did John Paul Jones get one out of all the people? I know. Well, of course, I'm Luke, but that was, yeah. you know, that was before. But so maybe um, maybe John Paul Jones is going to have a really good storyline in Paradise. Oh, I'm sure he will, given that. And so that this was... The previous. They kn- maybe they have a feeling that after Paradise, John Paul Jones could be a contender for Bachelor, and so they wanted to give him, like, a, a prologue Bachelor, like, prologue to Paradise Bachelor audition. You never know. Kind of thing. But then everyone kind of said their opinion about Luke, and they were all kind of mean. So did so. Did and then, but Le- I think Lecter already came out to talk to everybody. Did we talk about that? Uh, not yet, not okay. yet. Okay. Uh, but Mateo says, I think it's Mateo that says, like Mateo says, drop it. He's sucked. Drop him up. it. Yeah. yeah, like he's embarrassed himself in front of America. Like that should be his punishment, which I I get. But there's plenty of people out there that still are for Luke. And I'm like, y'all are freaking crazy. Yeah. <laughs> like, okay. Did we talk want... about the sister-in-law and her dad already? Yes, we did talk okay. about that already. <laughs> I mean, you can edit that out. I just, it's just so annoying how she's just, like, so oblivious to what a dick he is. I mm-hmm. mean, she's like, and Hannah's so childish. She's so childish. I'm not going to watch this show anymore. I'm not going to watch The Bachelor or The Bachelorette or The Bachelor in Paradise because I've been enlightened and none of you should watch it either. Yeah. And. Did I talk about that? Yes, we we already it just discussed makes, that. It just makes me a few, so. A few times. Mad. It but yes, so it mad. is very infuriating. Okay. All right, um, and then Hannah, so comes, Hannah out comes out, and she looks, I forget exactly what she says. Well, she wanted a man of God, you know, but that was weapon, I wanted a man of God, but that was weaponized against me. And she points out that Chris, <coughs> is, 
They other her fellow Christians often use the Bible to shame or condemn others, and that's just so not that's right. not wit. That's not right. Yeah. Yeah, totally. And I just I put a little note here. Said Colton didn't in Colton's season that wasn't an issue, and he was super religious too. Yeah. Just that's curious. I just wonder why. Yeah. Chris Harrison asks her if she felt shame, and she says yes. And. You know, why, you know, here's, I think we talked about this already too, but like, why, if he want, if Luke wanted to have a conversation with her, a serious conversation with her about sex and how she feels about it with the other guys, blah, 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 why didn't he wait? Yeah, we did already, we did it already mention me that. So it is really, frustrated. it is really infuriating. Yes. Um, but then she, so, I think Chris Harrison's like, oh, do you want to say anything to Mike? And she says, oh, like, I'm really sorry, Mike. Like, I have so much respect for you, and I really want you to find your happiness. Or something like that. Yeah. she's. Um, she says she's a huge fan of his. It was so hard to say goodbye to him because he said, you leaving really made me feel like I was losing something. Which, oh, yeah, that's what she said, and that was so sad. Uh, but also the rest of the guys that had already left before that were probably like, what the heck is that supposed to mean against me? Yeah. yeah but, but, still, but I get it. It was he's a, a really good sentiment. person. Yeah. yeah. And um, it, the way she talked about him kind of made it seem like she's, she's like hoping he's Bachelor. Yeah, totally. 100%. I think she's endorsing him for Bachelor. 100%. And uh, then she basically tells Luke he's a psychopath, and then Luke leaves uh, to catch an air, to catch a flight or something. Yeah, to so catch he, a plane. It's like one of his relatives were having a wedding or something. Yeah, he leaves, and then she, before the show's over, she says, "All right, Bachelor Nation, I just want to apologize. Like, I'm sorry." Well, even before that, she says, um, "Well, she speaks to Garrett briefly." Um, Garrett says they were scared of her, and she says, yeah, I know, I'm freaking scary. But basically she says, you know, I'm grateful f I'm grateful for this season because everything that happened w was worth it because if I can help anybody else out there who's in a really toxic relationship, then I feel like I, I, you know, I really did a good thing and a positive thing. No matter what the outcome is, I feel like this was an important thing. Yeah, she's like a lot of there are a lot of people out there who are stuck in toxic relationships like this and and, and are can't get out and they're recognizing themselves in her story, you know, mm -hmm. and come in telling her that. Yeah. So she and she should take pride in that, you know, outcome. She, she apologizes. She does the apology. She says, she looks before right in the we camera. Leave, before we leave, Chris, I wanted to say something really fast. And I think this is even after the Paradise um, trailer and stuff, or after the bloopers. I don't remember, but yeah, it's at the very end. It's at the very, very end. And she goes straight in the camera. She says, Bachelor Nation, I am sorry that I kept him around for as long as I did. Luke. Yeah, like, he was toxic, he, he was a mess, and I'm sorry that I made you guys have to watch him on your screens for She's, so long. She said it was all my fault. Then she said, well, it was mostly his fault. She was like, it was, but it was also <laughs> my fault. But it was also my fault because I didn't make him leave, and I'm sorry for that. And 
she ends it by saying, God bless America. Roll Tide. Yeah. Before she says that, she says, I'm sick of, ta- like, I'm sick of talking about Luke. Like, are y'all sick of talking about Luke? And all the guys go, amen. Yeah. Amen. Yes. And then she's like, it's, Chris, are you sick of talking about Luke? And he goes, amen. Yes, yeah. I am. Get him out. <laughs> and she says, cool. Then, uh, like, God bless America. Right the camera. God bless America. And roll, roll Tide. tide. And that was the episode. Thank you, Hannah. You did a great job. So, thank you guys. Sorry, the, it was kind of, since we were doing kind of two episodes in one this week, it was kind of a... Hectic and... Very, not as detailed as some of our other episodes are, but I feel like we did get a lot of our opinions out there. And for me, a little bit back and forth. I'm sorry if I get confused at what happened when, but, I mean, we're talking about like four freaking hours of television. Yeah, and, uh, but it's all great. But yeah, so thank you guys again. We we're so appreciative to those that listen to us. Did you know a lot um, of people thought she was super childish to do that apology? I did. I, I you know what? I did see some people saying that they're like, I we don't like the way Hannah handled she this. She didn't do that. Well, I didn't mind. I'm giving her the. Yeah, it is. Um, one the of my faded friends, bachelor finger. One of my friends did say that um, she, she's like, if she's gonna flip out at Luke as much as she did in this episode, when we see her interact with Jed after the show, after all the cheating drama and stuff, she better yell at him just as much oh, as she yelled at Luke. I'm quite sure she will. And I, I can't wait. I hope she does too. If she doesn't, then she, that's going to be super hypocritical of her oh, and that no, won't be she cool won't. but Wait. she's going to flip I think the finale is going to be some of the, the best, best. <laughs> yeah all time. yes 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 and, and we'll just... see you there I guess yeah I'll be out of town so I won't really be able to talk about yeah, it I guess so don't forget to teach me this weekend how to do everything you do yes, which mom. is amazing yes mom I'll teach you I'm um, complimenting my daughter she'll cut it out <laughs> And, yeah, so thank you guys again for listening. Um, We did kind of a two-in-one episode this week, and we appreciate your loyalty and the fact that you listen to us. Um, Please. We have to remember to thank the other person that. Oh, yes. We got another review on our podcast. We love that. We love when you guys leave us reviews. I can't remember her name. We should. It was. We're going to look it up. We're going to look it up. And you know what? You know, like, please. Rate, review, subscribe, and please um, email us. Like, whatever, if you want us to talk about a special important, you know, something that's important to you that you want us to talk about, or like anything, just email us and we're open to any suggestions. Magsy B. Magsy B. She left us, she actually left us a, a review last week, but we forgot to mention Well, and you, also, you don't even have to say that. Release. You could said we. You could say we mentioned it because we lost the podcast. That's true. That's true. Freaking we totally remembered to thank you on our last honest show. Ariel. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> um, but yes, thank you guys so much for listening. What's um, your name again? Magsy B. So Magsy B, thank oh, you for your review. You, it made our day. Mom, my mom stormed into my room on like my day. I barista, so I have to be up early all the time. And the on one day, off, yeah. on my day off, when I got to sleep in, I she stormed, stormed into she your room. She stormed in at like seven a.m. She's like, "We got, we another, got another review." review. <laughs> and she's like, "Do you want me to read it to you?" And I was like, 
in a, I was asleep, and I was like, sure. And she read it to me, and then, like, yes. And then she totally forgot. I totally forgot, and I thought. <laughs> she was asleep. And she, she, like, was like, we have another review. And I was like, no, we don't. And she was like, yeah, we do. I, I read it to you last week while you were asleep. And I was like, oh, okay. So thank you. Um, so please, bring on the reviews. And if the you ratings. haven't yet, please um, subscribe to our show. Um, we love that. And then please also rate and review our show. We really do want other people to listen to us because we do put a lot of time into this. Um, and it's something that we really enjoy doing. But it'd be really cool if other people found us and we kind of got more of a following. Well, and we want to um, be better at it. We want to do what you guys want us, you know, to yeah, do. Yeah, we want to be the show that you want to listen to. So tell us what we can do to improve that. Uh, and you can tell us by emailing us at rosettespodcast at gmail.com. You can also follow us on our Instagram, rosettespodcast. Uh, you can send us your favorite Bachelor memes. You can like our posts. You can DM us. You can, I don't know, tag us in your stories or something. I don't care. Yeah. Do whatever you want. And tell us how you feel what how you feel about the upcoming um, Bachelor in Paradise season. Tell us what yeah. you think about that. We're pretty and what stoked. you think about the potential same-sex romance. And how you feel about Blake, who we're used to be stoked about. Now we're just waiting to see the show. Yeah, so... Let us know. Um, please share us with your mother. Share us with your daughter. And your dachshunds. And your dachshunds, because Harley did make an appearance this episode. Woo. And Harley might be the guest host next week when I'm when I'm out of town. Not I, unless we pay him a lot of treats. <laughs> he's 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 the resident of the United States. He's, I demand one hundred cookies. <laughs> he's very very busy. But yes, um, just a reminder: I'll be in Canada next week. Uh, maybe I'll run into Prime Minister Trudeau. He's pretty cute. Mm. Uh, but I'll probably not. I'll, I'll be in Montreal next week, so I will not be present to do the podcast. So, I'll miss you guys next week, but Mom will be here and she'll be yeah, killing it. I'll try my so, hardest. Yeah. So, there's that. Um, and we appreciate you guys. Thank you so much for listening. Right. And we will see... Mom will see you next week, I guess. I'll see you yeah. I'll see you in Mexico when we go to Paradise. Yeah. So it's a bummer that the episode I'm missing is the finale. The finale yeah. But Well and also we're gonna be at D twenty three on one of the Paradise episodes, so we're gonna have to figure that out. But we'll tell you about that later. The we're not gonna be there for the episode because it's a Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Okay. Yeah, we're gonna be there Monday because we're going to Disneyland on that day. All right, guys. Well, we'll see you later. All right. Bye. Love you. Bye.